BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, guys, we are here on Barely Filtered with the Katie Austin. If you don't know her, you need to go on Instagram right now. She is one of the most famous influencers in the fitness realm and wellness. She has an app with over 200 videos. How many videos yeah. is it now 250 almost which is that's crazy. crazy sports illustrated swimsuit of the year and an all-around amazing person so thank, thank you, you so much for being here we are so excited i'm so happy to be yes. here thank you for that introduction i'm oh the most God. famous person to follow <laughs> fitness okay. I'm following it's you. literally true so kristen's the one who who told me about you and i'm so happy that i started following you because well first of all my first reaction was like i'm tired from what like <laughs> like just what like the recipes the fitness videos the like there's just so you're doing a lot she's a content queen yes yeah and i have such respect for somebody well because i'm also a content creator i I can see it in someone else when i'm like that person is productive every fucking day like how do you just keep all of that going every day i'm in a funny place with that question right now because i feel like i'm overly productive if that makes any sense not um, to me i have I no idea what that means slow down like i'm trying to <laughs> slow to do down less. right now yeah. i'm trying to do less i'm trying to work smarter not harder because mm-hmm. i feel like my every day is filled with like okay eight to nine we're gonna do emails nine to ten i'm like okay chill out just a little bit you're good you're amazing where you are you don't need to create 17 pieces of content every single day but also it is my job like mm-hmm. you guys are moms so like i don't i don't have you know that other full time job yeah. it is actually my job to create that every single day and i think the key is is loving it i'm obsessed mm. with what i do and i want to slow down just a little bit so i don't get burnt out because I'm still young. I still want to keep going longevity of my career, but I really have a passion for it. And my job is really rewarding. I actually help other girls like with workouts, with recipes and how they can live a flexible lifestyle. And so I think loving it is key. Do you use any like Google calendar? Do you have an assistant? What do you do? Like, what are some tangible items to keep you organized? Like, that's a lot. I'm so overwhelmed. Like, just to film one reel, I'm like, I have to carve out time in my day. Yeah. Put makeup on and I'm stressed out. Is the timing right? I'm sweating. Like, you you are such a queen at creating content. Mm-hmm. And what I love is I can tell that you actually put the work in. Like, you are the face of your brand. You can't rely on anyone else. Like, you actually have to... That's the hardest part. Yeah, you I can have a team behind yeah. me, but I have to, like, wake you know, up no every day. Blame you still have shit. to do it. So exactly. what are some tools or tips you have to stay that organized number one ask for help Mm -hmm. i thank 
goodness, I finally like hired people on my team that can really help me. I think that's first and foremost, because the only way to scale a business is to ask for help. And I'm finally, after all these years, getting the help that mm-hmm. I need. That sounds, I'm finally getting the help that I, <laughs> I need. Did, did, was, there a point that, yeah. was there a point where you're like, I can't do this anymore. Yes. Like I'm burnt out. I need help. Yes, absolutely. That's kind of what it takes to finally ask for help. Well, I found myself last year doing my own customer service. And for me, do you know like the TikTok? I'm the talent. I can't be doing yeah. this. Yeah. But tr- truly, if you want to be like, you know, very successful and scale a fitness business, you can't be doing your own customer service. Mm-hmm. I can't focus on my mind. Like you said, like, how do you do, you know, the reels and you have to just block out time. You also have to carve that out mentally. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like you said about carving out time for the reels, I actually film all my stuff within like two to three days of the week. Oh. So I actually like, time batch when I'm going to film my content. And then I have a pretty regimented schedule of like every two weeks I'll film for my app on a Wednesday. So it's very structured into the point where it's like, it almost has to be like that for me to understand how to create all my content for different platforms and run my business, because I feel like I'm on every single platform. And what I was saying earlier, working smarter, not harder is not creating the exact different pieces of content for each platform, but repurposing it yes. in different ways. Yes. And why not repurpose it for different ways? Because you have different followers on every single platform. Right. But and every platform too, you never know what's going to hit. You never know. You, I, I could post something on Instagram and get 10,000 views. I post it on TikTok and it's viral. It's about 500,000. I'm like, this is the same fucking video right so you never know it's gonna hit and why not try all of them right and i think you know that if you do want to start like a business on social media i think the first and foremost thing is just you know post it's free Mm -hmm. why not advertise for yourself and so that's what i do and loving it i think again going back to being passionate about something is key so where did where did this passion of health come from we know denise austin she's the og fitness influencer i guess she did like the buns of steel booty work and um, by the beach. Yes. She is a G. You need to check her out and follow her. She is a She's ball crazy. of fire. And I look at you on Instagram and I, just knowing you as a friend, your energy is contagious. It's very positive And it's like this light. You could literally feel Thank the vibration. You. And I feel that from your mom. And I think I've only met her once. But like, I don't know if that's genetic or how you were <laughs> raised. But how was it being around your mom, who is an influencer well, uh, original, original, yeah. original, she was though. Yeah, she it's, was. It's if you don't know what she, but... what, who she is. She had her own TV show, her own fitness TV yeah. show for 26 years on ESPN and Lifetime. First off, talk about a man's world. Yeah, 14 years on ESPN every single morning in a leotard doing leg lifts. Like, wow. let's freaking go, mom. Yes. And now that I get older, I get like so much more proud of that. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, Hell yes. Yeah. yeah, you're probably just like, isn't everyone's mom doing that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> when you're younger. Um, so, so what did you learn from her I, over the years? Like you said, the older you get, the more you can appreciate and learn from her what are some lessons you learned being now you having your own wellness brand from your mom I think it's all this is so cliche to say it's all about having gratitude and that's how she's been so positive and by the way it's also practicing what you preach Mm -hmm. and you have to practice what you preach for longevity of a career and to stay authentic and people nowadays on social media can see right through that I think back in the day it could be really easy my mom turns on the camera for a for you know a week when she films and then she's done for the rest of the year but these days it's even more important to stay authentic and we hear it all the time be authentic whatever but it's true it's really really true practice what you preach people can see right through it and have gratitude every single day well my mom has always lived by and I think it's not maybe genetics, it's maybe how I was raised is admiring the little things in life. My mom will be like, oh my God, look at that beautiful plant. I literally have that written yeah, down here because that. that was one of the things that I really 
loved about your page. And I saw that you did a couple posts where you specifically talk about that. But then I can see it also just like as a theme throughout your entire business. That's something that's real that really sparkles. And, and I think it also is a testament to your ability to stay consistent is to be able to find joy in all of the little parts of making yeah. content and doing what you do. A hundred percent. It's so it's so easy in life to be not satisfied. I was listening to, I don't know what podcast it was, but how many people in life are not satisfied? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it breaks your heart, right? Because life should be so beautiful. You only have one life. And admiring the little things and simple things in life is how you can stay so satisfied. Because there's always going to be more things that you want in life. You're always going to want a million followers online. You're always going to want a different car or something. And if you focus on the little things in life, again, so cliche, it can really change your perspective. 1,000%. I think I've learned that as a mom, like, and you'll yeah. miss those little things, like they, them taking their first steps. I used to think I need a huge car. I need a huge house. I need this money, much money in the bank. You realize none of that matters and it does not define happiness. It's those right. little things. It's those little moments of joy. And like she said on your social media, you would, you went ahead down, I think like your highlights of 2022 and not all of them were these huge monument moments. Some were like, hello, rookie of the year. Awesome. We'll talk about that. <laughs> mm -hmm. But also you're like, I got to see 20 of my friends get married this year. Yeah. And giving gratitude and just to be a part of that experience. You yeah. know, like so many people could say, oh, I had to go to all these weddings. I had to do all this. I had all this travel. But instead you found gratitude in that. Totally. And you attract more. Yeah, I mean gratitude for the most part. I'm yeah, not yeah, going to yeah, lie yeah. and sit here and be it's like rough. every single time spending $2,000 on a, yeah. a friend's oh my wedding. God. I'm like, I yay. Yeah. This is I did amazing. 13 this year. You know, I get it. I, I have a little bit of negativity. Yeah. I'm not like this yeah. most perfect positive totally. person. But yeah, it's it's really true. I will say it's so funny that you brought up a year in 2022. This is a totally different topic. It's so, it's so crazy how like that year, last year was one of the hardest years emotionally for me. And I couldn't tell you why. I think I was just giving so much to others. And I've really reevaluated that and setting so many boundaries for myself this year. And I know we're only a few months into 2023, but it's like such a different mindset now. I was doing so much for others. I was living my life for other people. And I finally have switched it into like being selfish and selfish is just not a bad thing. I always say that your self, your happiness has to be selfish yes. and boundaries come with that, especially with friendships yes. or work. You have to put those up. Otherwise you're going to wear yourself to the ground, especially in your work field. Yeah. And I think just hearing you also say that you've delegated some of the tasks from your business. And I know that that for me, at least I'm kind of cheap where I like don't want to spend the money on paying somebody to do something that's that I, I'm like, that's easy. <laughs> yeah. I can do that myself. But what I'm realizing as my business grows and as I just grow as a person is that, first of all, I'm not good at everything. And when I pretend that I am is when things fail because I'm not the organized person. I'm not the person who should be doing the, any calendars. So I that's delegated for me. And it sounds like for you too, just you seem to be doing better quality and more quantity right. in your just in your Instagram and in your business by kind of delegating and giving room for other people to be a part of it. And I think that's so true. something that we can definitely all learn from. I learned that this year time is money. I, I would yes. spend hours editing a video and stressed out sweating and my kids are on me and my husband's pissed off at me because I'm on my phone. And I'm just like, screw it. I'm going to find a girl to do this. And now I don't have to worry about it. I film it and I send it to her and she does it. And is it worth some money? Yes, yes. But it's worth it because the time is money. And those are the moments I'd rather have with my family totally. than stressed out. Yeah. You and there's a little to. bit of that, of that like imposter syndrome, I think that yeah. some people feel. And I felt this before where I'm like, who am I to have an assistant? Like, I'm not like a, you know, I, I don't have a Fortune 500 business and like, but 
you know, you're worth it. And if you want to be the best version of yourself and you want to be that Fortune 500 business owner, then fake it till you make it. Get that assistant. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Oh, my gosh. Well, oh, my God. Your energy is just so infectious. And I, I, I hear that you've learned, you know, obviously a lot from your mom. Is your mom still mentoring you during this time in life? Yes, she is. But I'm also mentoring her. Yeah. <laughs> think, yeah. No one really asked me that question. Oh my God. And so thank you for asking that because it's like, I'm more mentoring her. She's like, is this cute for social media? I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'll be like texting her. I'm like, why would you post that? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Oh. As moms, that's nice to hear that like, we're going to get something back at some <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. be careful what you wish. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, no, but it's really great. We do a lot together. I actually, after this, I'm filming a campaign with her. We do like brand deals together, which is really cool cool. i had this like really cool moment of gratitude where it's like my younger self would have just never dreamed of doing a really cool brand deal for a company that we've always wanted to do together like a mother-daughter collab with it it's so special it's really really sweet and like i said the more i get older the more I appreciate her and and I'm sure maybe in 10 years you guys yeah that's yeah. really nice for I, hope, I hope they appreciate especially it as she's like you know having kicks yeah. so I have a question about I did not grow up with a mom who was really into fitness or like body awareness or anything and I know it can kind of be there's a lot of talk on the internet about how a mom's view of their body or body obsession or obsession of their the way they look or aging can have negative impacts on their kids. How do you how was it for you growing up having a mom with like the perfect body who was super in shape? Like, did it make you feel inspired? Did it make you feel insecure sometimes? So it's funny because I actually I get that question a lot. It's like your mom was like the epitome of diet culture per se. Mm. Let's just first off and say that's the 80s and 90s. That's what yes. it was back it, in it was the day. And egg I'm whites fully, and I and, can't believe it's not butter. And she's just yeah. not like that <laughs> yeah. anymore. And and that was, you know, she was represented by a massive company who also like wrote those lines. She didn't have control of the of her mm-hmm. DVD titles. And so I understand that you can go and Google my mom back in the 80s and 90s and that's what you would find. But growing up, that wasn't who she was as a mm-hmm. mom. We had baked potatoes, loaded baked potatoes every night for dinner. I had milkshakes and protein shakes. Like we were just, that just wasn't what it was. Right. And she just wanted her girls to be healthy. And in that way, it was never working out for the aesthetic. I'm fully aware hers was maybe that in her industry and mm. her job but for me it was work out to be strong work out because you love your body and I was always involved in athletics my mom my mom was a gymnast in college and then my dad was a professional tennis player he did the circuit for 10 years oh, wow maybe that's a lot maybe like eight and so I came from a really really athletic backgrounds and so it was always about performing the sport they got me into sports at seven years old like four different sports and it was never ever working out the first time I worked out without training for something was when I stopped playing lacrosse in college so I think having that athlete mentality really really helped my mom just always wanted me to train for the sport which created a very actually a really good body image because I was never worried about like how much I weighed, Mm -hmm. I wanted to eat more and I wanted to be stronger and I was lifting and I was, you know, doing run tests and training. And maybe that wasn't so great mentally to push myself till I puked sometimes till I ran, but I was never worried about like losing weight or following a strict diet. Right. I love that. I love that fitness 
for strength. And that goes for physical and mental strength. Yeah. And one of the things that I think is also key to know is somebody who had such a long career, like your mom, and it, and also it sounds like you are going to be keeping this going for a long time at the looks of your Instagram and all of your businesses. <laughs> Those That type of consistency it wouldn't last if you were doing the kind of like hardcore bodybuilding that you see the the people in the pageants with that, that are only eating egg whites and okay. and and are just not healthy like you don't time speaks for itself your mom was able to have this long career because she was doing fitness for strength. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, her workouts were doable. They're mm-hmm. realistic. They came on for the working mom and they would be on every single morning and it was 30 minutes. She st- has done 30 minutes a day since she was 23 years That's old. Wild. And now she just turns 66 years old, never had work done in her entire life, never even had Botox. Wow. And I'm like, mom, I'm going to beat you to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. But like at the same time, like realistic and practical for girls and for women and women with kids. And so, you know, she... I would watch her like, you know, be approached by moms being like, you saved my health. You oh, saved my wow, life. That's amazing. And seeing that, I'm like, dang, she really, really did help people because she made it like doable yeah. for women. Right. Yeah. So I have a question. So I'm going to use the word I hate more than anything. You grew up, we'll say privileged. Yeah. Okay. You have two very successful athletic parents. I believe your dad is a very famous agent Agent. of some sort. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So you have a lot of access. You have a lot of tools. And for me as a mom, and I'm sure you do too, I already am providing a better life for my kids than I had growing up, which is what you want as as a parent. But there's that fine line of I want to provide and I want to give them opportunity, but I want them to work for it. I see you firsthand. You put in the motherfucking work. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So- where what do you think your parents taught you to to find that balance that you know hey you still have to put some work in i'm gonna help yeah. you but you have to actually work what what were some tools you know, that I they appreciate gave you this question because i think people kind of get like really weird about asking this and they're like do you recognize your privilege I'm like, yeah fuck yeah you're like nepotism you're your mom, yeah. your mom <laughs> must have given you that I job oh, nepo God. baby nepo baby i'm fully aware of my privilege yeah. i understand it mm-hmm. and i don't need to tiptoe around is nepo who my baby a real are. thing <laughs> it's apparently oh it's my a real thing and i'm fully aware of it i think number one is being self-aware yeah understand where you came from and how you got there and to be honest like i always think about it as you know my my college lacrosse career like right I worked so hard to practice every day for four hours a day to get there. But could I be in private lessons? Maybe. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was in private lacrosse lessons and that's how I probably worked very hard to get that scholarship. Yes, I was on scholarship at USC. Insane. But also I was privileged enough to have those lessons growing up. Mm-hmm. So it is it is going back to privilege. Yes, but at the end of the day, you still have to put your hard work in. 100%. And I always say like, they can open a door for me, but I have to walk through it. And I think I have understood hard work because both my parents came from nothing. My mom came from a single mom and five kids in a one bedroom, one bath. Like she came from really nothing. And so I still have like, they still have like the insane work ethic that yeah. really rubbed off on my sister and I. You don't lose right? it. It's and generational. You don't lose it. Yeah. yeah. And so they have so they really taught example. me. It. Yeah. Yeah. And, I know this sounds really, really aloof, but I didn't realize my entire, like my parents aren't materialistic. Like I didn't realize like the privilege until I came to LA, honestly, of like, 
oh, you can buy a YSL bag if you know you have a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. Like my parents never bought anything. My right. dad still wears shirts that he has for 12 years. My mom has I never bought that. anything yeah, designer. I love, like, I love well, I'm such a firm believer in that. Like Tyler always says, never buy me a watch that's more than $20. <laughs> I said, Ty, please let me buy you like a, a nice wallet. Nope, this one works fine. It's my, yeah. it's my phone. See, it holds my credit card. Look how cool oh this is. God. I got it on Amazon. And that's how they are. Like, you know? That's truly <laughs> how they are. And so I really appreciate how they do demonstrated their work ethic, right? right? It wasn't like work harder, work harder. But I will say they were strict. I got a B in high school and they were like, mm, okay, work harder. Let's get yeah. a tutor. Like, or Love so, that in this up? family, sweetie. Yeah. 100%, yeah. And then when I was trying to get recruited, you know, I had to, I had to send out the emails personally myself. They weren't helping me with anything. Love that. And so, you know, I, I, I dabble with, I go back and forth with it because I'm fully self-aware, but like also at the same time, not to be like, I can't help that I was born yeah. from him. It's so true. I, yeah. Well, I think I think one of the worst possible things that anybody can do to themselves is feel shame for a leg up that they might have had. Like, it is our responsibility to use the cards we were given responsibly. And I get this a lot, too, because, you know, my sister kind of paved the way for me and my other sister because she fame kind of fell upon her and it opened the doors for us in a lot yeah. of ways to grow our own businesses. And and we also came from very hardworking parents who were able to give us private schools and all the lessons we wanted. And there are times when I feel like a little bit, I don't not I don't know if shame would be the right word, but you know, you get the troll comments oh, yeah. um, from people being like, well, like not everybody was born with a fast metabolism or not everybody's sister, you know, gave them all their followers. And for a second, like, because especially I'm a person who can like, who who likes to consider everybody's opinion yeah. for a second. I'm like, okay, I can see where we're coming from that. But you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to be shameful about that. No. Because yeah. we were given opportunities and it's, and it's our responsibility to use them to the best of our ability. And the thing is, it's not like you're not an influencer who's just posting your face and, or ass shots. It's like you are using all the tools that your parents worked very hard to give to you and you're giving it back. I mean, 100%. you're helping other women. We're here talking to you today because you're an inspiration and like, isn't that what we're on this planet for? Thank you. Right? I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's, it's a hard, I understand how it's a hard topic to have for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think being self-aware of it is really key. I trust you. I get so many haters, but also like, like grow up it's so old now oh, it's right. like i've been doing this i've been in the fitness industry yeah. my first workout video was when i was seven years old and the next question i get was like you're literally copying your mom and i'm like dude i, I subconsciously <laughs> has been watching my mom since i was yeah. six weeks old yeah i was like- <laughs> in her arms at six weeks old on espn while she was working out like maybe it's just subconsciously everyone like, copies their mom oh, haven't you I- seen the progressive commercials you can't help but turn into your parents <laughs> also if you want to do it then you go fucking do it and i love no it i stopping truly you. i love it and so like my mom has never forced me to do anything. Yeah. I just want to get that clear. Yeah, like, right. They are so do what you love and work hard to do it. And I just happen to do what she did. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. So having said that, let's talk about your app because I know you have hundreds of videos on it. I see you film all the time in studio. Where do you find this creativity? Because they are pretty simple. You can do it at home. Yeah. Some with just body weights alone, minimal equipment. Where do you find the creativity and the energy to do this all the time? Can you tell the, our listeners about your app? Yes. Okay. So it is the most unique name, the Katie Austin app. Oh my God. Okay. How did you come up with that? I do not know. It's the most <laughs> wild thing ever, right? So I'm doing a huge rebrand and I'm so, so excited because I've had my app as March 2023 would be 
five years of the wow. Katie Austin app. You were like, which is, did, was that the first app was ever invented? Yeah, yeah, seriously. That's an OG. Like, literally yeah. a child. And it's had the same logo, the same like structure. And so all of that's changing. Finally taking another step up, like I said. Yeah. Love it. It yes. And getting a new logo, all the coloring. And, you know, I built the, the logo when I was 21 years old. And so I got a, like a little, I'm getting older, I'm entering the next stage of my life. And so I'm really excited and I have the energy going back to, I love it, yeah. but I love it. And I only film for it like every two weeks I go live and going live has been one of my favorite things because I can work out with people in real time. I'm hopefully to do my like- My nightmare, my absolute nightmare. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I did a live workout with you. It was like did one you? of the best, it was with Alouatiba on, what's that yes, roof? Yes, you did the roof, health house roof. Health house. Yes, and in so, person. And I have always been an athlete, so for me, I was very like aggressive or weight training. Like I, this is going to be so easy. It was not easy, <gasps> Katie Austin. I was sore for three days. It was so hard. Yes. My legs were shaking. I was like, this bitch means business. Thank you. It is a real good workout. Thank you. And I like to call my workouts uh, like small space workouts. So anyone can really do it. And I know it's hard to be motivated at home, but basically what I'm trying to do is like, you can literally pre press play and follow along. Like you can open your phone, press play, and you can be so tired. You can be your pajamas, whatever, prop, prop your phone up or your TV or your computer and do the workout and follow along. I love a follow along workout because I'm actually doing the workout with you. I get the question mm -hmm. a lot. Do you actually do your own workouts? Yeah, I'm doing it. Like yeah. I'm literally in the video live doing it. Right. So it's been so fun to grow and hopefully this is just going to like take it to the next step and oh lots gosh. of recipes in it too. And I think also what differenti differentiates your app than other apps, because I have used apps where they list out the workouts or they'll show you the workouts. And then the next thing I know, I'm on my phone looking at the workout and next thing I'm on Instagram. Yes. So if I push play, it's like I'm starting and I'm stopping when she stops. Exactly. So you actually do it. Yeah. That's and that's so great nice. for a gym. You know, there's different yeah. ways that people mm -hmm. can like consume the content. But for me, I know to get motivated. If I'm looking at a, like 30 squats, I'll be probably doing 18 and I'll be like, okay, next. Yeah. You know, I yeah. totally. Well, that's why I like it would be my nightmare to teach a live workout because it's like, you can't fake it, man. Like everyone's looking at you. Oh, it's you're so on. fun. It's so fun. Oh my fun. God. See, you, that's like, it just goes to show you how everybody is so different. But it's so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were one of the OG fitness apps because five years ago, I feel like there weren't, weren't, there that, weren't many. that many. And I feel like we have to become best friends now because for some reason, everybody in my life is like a fitness app. Well, my two, <laughs> one of my two, two of my best friends, Christine Bullock, is on the Fit On app. Oh, yeah. And Katrina was real OG app yes. girl. Oh, yeah. You know, real OG. For sure. OG. Yeah. She um, was the girl all during COVID when I was fully pregnant. Oh I'd, I'd turn, go on my Instagram and she'd be doing a live workout all the with time. Like Sports Illustrated. And I'd be like, well, you, you just fucking Dude. sit down and make banana bread like the rest of us. <laughs> us fitness girls <laughs> during COVID, we were, I was doing like <laughs> nine live workouts. I would have double days of live workouts going crazy. It was and such wow. a great time for app. For, yeah, uh, it yeah. was. Exposure. It really was. Well, Melissa would help too. I think she started her. She's also SI rookie too. Yes. Oh, I love her so well, much. Well, speaking of SI, I want to talk about that because you are rookie of the year. So we did some search together <laughs> yes, and it was that. so much fun. And you always had such a great attitude, but you were also kind of like, I'm not fucking winning this thing. I'm just going to have fun. <laughs> and it's so funny because that oh, was the way, your... Thank you. Everyone, everyone, no one knows that, by yeah, the way. Yeah, which I love. And I'm like a psycho. I'm like, I need to be here at this time and weigh this much and eat this broccoli or whatever. But you had so much fun with it. And I think that really took you through. And you also do a really great job of work hard, play hard. You let's like, let's not get twisted. You're not one of those girls who's like, I can't have that burger. Like you'll have the fries and then you'll work oh, out the yeah. next day. So can you talk to our listeners about what balance means to you? Totally. Yeah. And I mean, going back to SI too, 
I just think something like that is supposed to be fun, mm-hmm. you know, because your life will still go on no matter what. No matter and that's what. all the mentality well, I have. Well, not to everybody, though. I feel like you, the <laughs> the people who win are the ones who are not afraid to lose. It sounds like you were, yeah. you know, it, it's the ones who are like, my life will be over if I lose. Yeah. And then, you know, that, that energy doesn't And I was just match. honestly... Going back to gratitude, grateful to be there. Yeah. Right. I was just, I just really every single day, I was like, this is just so exciting. And I'm just so grateful to be here. Mm-hmm. I think that's like my mentality throughout the whole thing. Going to balance, though, I believe everything in moderation. Yeah. I believe that you should eat whatever you want intuitively. I mean, to a degree, obviously. But for me personally, as an athlete my entire life, I've always thought about food as fuel. I'm very, very lucky that I've never thought about it as like, oh my God, I'm, what am I putting into my body? Like, that type of way I've always thought about is fuel. Like how, what am I eating? How is that going to fuel me? Is it going to give me energy? Is it going to make me lethargic? And that's how I think going off feeling of, of food and what you're putting in your body. And to me, it's just enjoying life. I think if you restrict yourself, you're just going to be so unhappy mm-hmm. of like every, imagine like, like I just can't imagine like every single meal, like thinking about it so much and God bless like the people who do. And I'm very, very lucky. I, I don't think like that. And yeah, I just believe in eating what you want. And sometimes for me, when I tell myself I can't have it, all I want is it. Absolutely. And so if I tell myself, oh, I can have a cookie whenever I want, for some reason, I don't crave it as much. I'm the yeah. same way. And then prepping for your shoot can you tell can you share where you just shot i actually can because it was the first ever in sports illustrated swimsuit history they they hide it usually you usually i I shot last year in montenegro and it didn't come out till may so october to may i had to keep a secret wild and this year i was the first ever shoot then they did the rest of the shoot it but it was i was actually the first ever shoot it to live share it wow um, in the history of sports illustrated oh my gosh you were like we can trust this one she does it all the time (laughs) oh my gosh so it was really cool to be um in dominican republic i got to share the day of my shoot also so bad at social media though that day i'm like for sure literally people didn't understand i post shooting for ssi today and then like not posting anything like and then your phone just blows up and then no people didn't understand it people were like is this months ago is yeah. this last year yeah. when is this like because no one ever thinks it's like live but it was really really fun this year I feel like wow. this year was like iconic SI like hot on the beach on the in the water not hot like <sighs> I mean hot shirt me too but yeah. hot like <laughs> yeah. setting yes. yeah yeah you oh had some God. like string situation going on I'm like yes I cannot <laughs> wait for this so what do you do to prep for a shoe or a video shoe or a sports illustrated what are some prep that you do with your body what food or regimens do you have before you prep? So uh, I only did a few things differently and most of them were mentally this year. I feel like, you know, this year I kind of came back year three that I was like a little bit more confident. I knew exactly what was happening. I didn't, you know, have that imposter syndrome that I feel like I had for the first two years. I'm like, okay, I'm here. How old are you, by the way? 29. Okay. So I'm older than you think. (laughs) No, you look great, sweetie. um, And so, you know, we all get that imposter syndrome and Mm -hmm. I finally like grew out of that. And I was like, I'm I'm where I need to be. And so it's more just like mental prep as well. And most of, you know, my... 20s has been like go 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 like I need to do this I knew that I need to still keep up with this while while I'm about to shoot for SI I took like two weeks off before not of work I would still work on my computer and stuff and like you know be a little bit productive but like off of drinking friends 
I love my friends to death, but like I, I really the yeah. like on a Saturday night I took a bath. Like when do I yeah. do that? So you Never. weren't like eating asparagus and and grilled chicken, <laughs> and then I, I think you're supposed to do like a lot of water, and then like two days before no water. I know this from like my sister's done pageants, and then most of my friends have done SI as yeah. well. well I'm not, I wouldn't say no water, but you yeah. do. I I had um my mom said this too. She's gonna be like. That's horrible advice, Katie. Don't share that. But like you, of, of course, be hydrated. Then like two glasses of wine the night before really, yeah. really dehydrate you. in. You. Say no more. <laughs> Say no but like more. can't be no. more than like a glass nap or two because like then you can get puffy. Right. That's what my trainer told me when we shot for SI. She's like, you know, lots of water, no water. Have a glass of wine and a burger because it's going to fuel up really? your muscles, but also dehydrate when you. you. I was like, make you puffy right. from the sodium. No, I mean, you get a good one, you know, yeah. not McDonald's yeah. by any means. But yeah, so it sounds like I, I love I want to go back just for a second of what you were saying about balance, because for me, too, I'm such an extremist. And I feel like I love looking at somebody like you because you're like who I want to be all the time. But like I can make that happen like three days out of the week yeah. <laughs> and then Kristen's like Kristen knows because she'll text me she's like oh guess it's not an on day for Aurora like some I days I'm like bam 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 and the other yeah. days I, I just lack that consistency and there's been times in my life recently I stopped drinking for six months and then if, while you. I wasn't drinking I was like also doing keto because I wanted to because I wasn't drinking so I was going to do keto and then I and then by the end of the day on my keto diet I'd fucking need a whole like baguette of bread because like, <laughs> I just couldn't sustain it also. you know and then like six months goes by and I'm like I just want a glass of wine and then of course you know that that first night that back to drinking I like drink like way too much and I'm like right. oh, and then you get like in that pattern of kind of like self-loathing that you're not like if you're setting these unrealistic expectations exactly. for yourself. Yeah. yeah. So I guess my question, not to talk about myself, but just my question for you is like, how, what's your, what is your greatest key to consistency? Ooh, a few things. Number one, listen to your body. Like if you need a baguette, you probably need mm -hmm. a baguette. Yeah. Number two, this is so cheesy, but a good morning routine. It's how you set up your entire day. You've Do been you sharing more of that. I like that. I yeah. have been. I enjoy it. I, love I feel so that. lame. It's like the every blogger does it. It's no, like but the see, yours is, real, yours is realistic and it's not all aesthetically. I hope it's not too overdone. No, I don't like the aesthetically like pouring my athletic greens and doing this. I'm like, Who's do you really that? do all this? Like, no. I just right. want to see don't. you do your stretching. They, and having and your egg white. Oh, like a so normal you stretch human. every morning? Okay, not every <laughs> Make morning. Make it realistic. I, I will try to do it three days a week. Online, okay. maybe I say like, well, actually online today, I was like, I haven't done this in a while. Three days a week, I like to do seven minutes of stretching before 7 a.m. And I think that really helps jumpstart my day. And it makes me get up earlier. I do not, by the way, I'm saying do not snooze my alarm. I'm on like day three of not snoozing my alarm. <laughs> I know, I love that. Me on day three drinking, I was like, I'm a non-drinker. Everyone's like, oh, it's been three days. Yeah. Okay, actually something really good about that is not making something your personality and just making it a yeah. habit you do because then you can always switch a habit that you do. I love that. So I, it's like, I love I'm that an so unorganized yeah, I, I person. That. I'm a non-drinker. It's like, no, yes. that's just maybe a habit and you can always switch a habit. Did you learn that from Atomic Habits? No, oh, I learned that book. from Mel Robbins. Oh, I nice. freaking love, love her. Love. I just love that so much. Is that from that, like, that? Yeah, it's an amazing book. Oh you would love it. Share it Atomic to me afterwards. Habits. Yeah, Atomic oh my gosh. It's on Audible too. He talks too. about that. Like, just like even athletes. If you say, like, I'm an athlete, 
then what happens when you're not an athlete anymore? Right. Wait, I know. So identifying that I'm athletic and I like to train is like a thing you do. It's not who you are. Right. And it's so important too for our mom listeners as well, because, you know, you have kids and and I'm guilty of this too, but with my daughter, I'm like, she's the quiet one and he's the outgoing one. He's good at this and she's good at that. And the thing is they're listening like from a young age too, like what our parents told us, especially during that like zero to five age, like you take that on as truth. Yes. And then I think I just, love to hear that what you just said which can you repeat it yes it's not who you are it's just a habit that you have okay so like I personally I'm working on a few things like I have been always saying my entire life I'm an unorganized person not do with my like work career but like my closet Mm-hmm. I'm extremely unorganized. You guys would actually probably have a lot of anxiety looking at my closet. <laughs> I wouldn't. And I'm trying, would. to ha- I'm trying to be more organized. So yeah. I'm not an organi- unorganized person. It's a habit I have and I can change it. Right. I love that. And I'm trying really hard to put clothes back on the hanger. <laughs> I literally did that yesterday it. and I'm feeling so good today. I'm like, I'm literally the most organized new person. Woman. I come in here. Yes. It just puts a little pep in your step, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I love what you're saying it. too about the morning routines because as somebody who is a morning, I'm a morning, there we go again, calling myself, myself a morning, myself a morning person. <laughs> and then like, I consider myself a morning person. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to stop drinking too, because like you wake up with a slight hangover and it's like, Waste ruin the best part yes. of your day. Yes. And when I'm hungover, I, I actually was just hungover for one of the first times in like a month. Okay. Wow, that sounds, that sounds like... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you go, I was girl. saying it like that's a long time and I just said it out loud and I was and like, that out. is yeah. bad. Yeah. Well, it makes you feel any better. I came in drunk last Monday pretty much. So uh, you're good. Go ahead. <laughs> and I just was like such a piece of shit. I, I eat just so much more than I need. I literally can't work out. I like can't do anything. And I've been on the kick recently, just little subject change. I've been on the kick recently of like two drinks a night. Yes. I'll like yes. out with my girlfriends at dinner. And then like, I just want to go to bed. It's the worst, especially if you've been a hard to almost workout. Being 30. I know. No, I know. I know. Welcome, welcome. We're going to have to re-interview you in a yeah. few years so we can yeah. get a new perspective. But like, just so you know, the hangovers don't get better. Oh, they get and worse. And two glasses is like unbearable. If I do a hard workout and then I have like two glasses of wine the next morning, I'm just complete shit. Well, I'm, I am not complete shit. I had a habit of complete yeah. shit that yeah. one time. Ty and I have perfected. It's a shot and a beer. I think it was oh. Jack Nicholson. Someone has a shot and a beer. I like That's that. That's it. Jack Nicholson? I like Perfect. That. He Perfect. seems a little insane. Are we inspiring yeah. to be I him? I love Jack Nicholson. Don't talk about Jack Nicholson. Inspiring Roy. to be him. I haven't heard about him. Well, okay. So wait, I, w- I just have, I, we have to wrap this up, but I have one question. I see yeah. you have a really hot boyfriend. Does he have any friends? Oh, my <laughs> God. Did you find him? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you. He is adorable. Tell He's us about a your partner. Pie. Tell us about him oh. just a little bit. I and how did you, you find him? Great questions. No one asks me about my boyfriend. Hi, sweetheart. Um, yeah. I, I literally have not shared his name on Instagram. I'm just such a weirdo about that. I, I don't know it. why, but you, you don't want us to, want too, us to yeah. scoop him up or smart, yeah, right? Smart. So Cougars. my ex-boyfriend actually got engaged to a girl that met through my Instagram. But anyways, that's besides the point. I'm not going to tag him until I have a ring on my finger. I'm like becoming one of those girls. Oh, yeah. my God. I know. And I, who am I? I don't know who she is. <laughs> but he's amazing. He is in finance, real estate, whatever that means, private equity, commercial real estate. <laughs> goes above my head who knows but it's so amazing not to have a guy in the industry yeah and I just feel so secure with him and it's very new for me and usually I'm in the past I dated an athlete basketball player for five and a half years and he'd be like going out and I actually wouldn't go to bed that night I would be so concerned and like text his friends like are you guys home yet what's up Turns out he was probably cheating on me the whole time. And I don't I have like the best trust in him. We can just we're just very on the same page. And I'm just really excited. Hopefully 
You it's know, so soon. nice. Yes. It's so nice because you can see that you feel secure. And when you feel yeah. secure, you have more time to focus on business and focus totally. on yourself. And it's like, I can just totally see you're in this flow right now. And it is so inspiring for me to see. And I know that our listeners also are going to be totally inspired by yeah. the flow that you have going on. And being patient to meet the yes. right person. Like I definitely I didn't know that I was about to meet him and I I you know now going back I wish I was like okay dude live up your life a little more I met him when I was 26 and I feel like I could still like I don't know party for two more years ish yeah. and like you know meet him now and be be great but I was just so caught up in like oh my god all my friends are getting engaged I need to meet someone I need to meet someone but like it all works out. It yeah. really freaking works out. the right person, that. that's the best person to party with. A hundred percent. I know. Yeah. Tyler yeah. And Chris, hey, listen, me, Tyler, and Chris yeah. are yeah. a great party <laughs> together. <laughs> Tyler like scoops me under his wing. He's yeah. like, you, you can be my second he, wife today. Yeah. Like, he really sweet. is the best. He is the best. Ty is he's just, a I great like He's so... You got to know him over at SI yeah, in Miami. Yeah, he's very, he's very... He's really smart, too. He's fun he and smart. And he, he Super really, smart. What I like about my boyfriend, too, is that they actually care to be other girls friends do you know what yes. I mean like, like yes. Ty is not afraid them. to be my friend my no. boyfriend's not afraid to be like other girls friends and nor are like, we afraid them. for them to talk or and be I friends too I, I want it I really oh, yeah. want that his, Tyler like side texts me all the time like yeah. all in my business I'm yeah. like listen Tyler <laughs> yeah. I don't have time for you right now yeah. 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 I just got off the phone with Aurora I'm like cool, cool. I, I love, love it. it I love that that is what I love I love that I love it I love it he did call me he was like how do you like your eight sleep mattress I'm like hi Tyler it's Tuesday morning I'm like Tyler called you at 7 a.m. I'm going to pick up Oh my God, uh, sorry for the tangent. I'll uh, let you wrap okay, it up. Okay, well, Katie, you have been absolutely amazing. So Thank we you. need to know where to follow you on all of yes. the platforms and tell us about when we can expect the rebrand of your launch and obviously the new drop of Sports Illustrated. Woo, okay. All platforms at Katie Austin, at Get Fit with Katie, YouTube, Katie Austin Fit. <laughs> really good, really good usernames. <laughs> and yeah, you can expect the rebrand March 2023. That's Don't. coming soon. It's so Oh my God, that's so exciting. And I when know. are we going to see you in the swimsuit? In May, it comes out. Oh my gosh. And so, so uh, well, actually, you can see me in the swimsuits on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that boyfriend yeah. of yours better, you know, make some moves quick before you get a lot yes. of DMs yes. when, that, when that Sports <laughs> Illustrated comes Thank out. Thank you guys for having me. You're I the really best. appreciate Thank it. You, this Katie. was so fun. So much. So much fun to talk to you. 